The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome out there, all you intentional spirits. I'm delighted to spend this sacred time with you, and I want to give you a special applause for those of you that Facebook, our show, Unity Online Radio, and Twitter by tweeting, and all the various ways in which you share our intentions. You know, rules are meant to keep people in a box where tools offer the opportunity for people to be in the paradigm in which they are becoming. And I'm honored today that we have as our guest, Pamela Osley, who is a successful author, a consultant, a lecturer, and she is a psychic as well. So we already knew we were going to have her a long time before we had her. (laughs) 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 Pamela, welcome to our show today. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I love your energy. (laughs) That's just it's just a privilege to have you. You are truly an intentional spirit. I've been watching some of your videos, and uh, you're doing great work out there in the world, girl. Well, thank you. I appreciate the support and the acknowledgement. I really appreciate that. Thanks for watching my videos. <laughs> Absolutely. You bet. Well, um I like to hear, like, the story behind the story. So did you go from, you know, learning how to color in a coloring book to someone that could see auras? How did this happen in your life? Was it planned or unplanned or how did this happen? Well, if I planned it ahead of time, I certainly forgot that I had planned this ahead of time. <laughs> and I was, I was definitely older than still coloring in coloring books, even though I love doing that. So basically, I knew my whole life I wanted to help other people, be a teacher, and I started out in like doing, working with autistic kids and learning disabled kids and special needs kids. And then I got a little burnt out, and so I got into the rock and roll business. Um, in which case I was working with retarded adults. And at that, no, I'm kidding. I love musicians. Love, love, love musicians. I was so just I started thinking, working. Okay, there's, <laughs> there's some connection there. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love the creative soul. So I started working in the concert business and then the uh, the theater business. I was running facilities. 
um, and managing rock and roll concerts, managing rock and roll bands. And then I went to hear a psychic speak, and I walked into the room, and he pulled me up and said, you know how to do this work, too. You get up here. And I went, what? <laughs> in front of all these people I didn't know. And oh, he made God. me, he, he goes, I just want you to tell people what you see about them. And, of course, so basically I was thrown in the water. And he said, look, you've been asking to go to the next level. You and I are the same. We always want to know what's, you know, the next level, the new expansion. What else can we learn? What else can we teach? So he threw me in the water. I found out I was actually getting psychic intuition, uh, psychic hits about people. I knew a woman was pregnant. She didn't even know she was pregnant. I knew she was going to have a little girl, which she did. I knew a woman was having problems with the green car, so it wasn't just, oh, you're a nice person and you're having a rough time. It was actually very specific information. So I did that for a while. Word spread that I could do that type of work, and this was only 28 years ago. Um, And then, basically, I met a woman who could see auras, and she would describe to me what she was picking up about people based on their aura colors, and it matched with what I had been picking up about people um, psychically. So I went, oh, that's a violet. Oh, that's a blue. That's a green. Now I get it. So within about a year of meeting her, I developed the ability to sense and see the aura myself. And I honestly believe that we all have these skills, these abilities. Um, we've just learned not to do it or we've, we haven't been taught that it's a you know, a real ability. So I just developed it just like some athletes develop their athletics and some musicians develop their ability to play a musical instrument. Or in your case, you know, not all of us have had the opportunity of somebody just pulling us out of the audience and say, uh, you're on, go. (laughs) I mean, you didn't even get the good privilege of a, a dress rehearsal. Yeah, you that's know. true. That's true. <laughs> um, you know. I, I guess I could have said no, but I don't think that was going to happen. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Yeah, it was It was interesting. But, you know, I'm an adventurer, too. I like to go the next levels. I like to see what's possible. I like what you said at the beginning. Some people, you know, are, are more comfortable in boxes. I don't like being in a box. And I like to help. Be, I like to be out of the box, and I like to encourage and inspire other people who aren't happy in the box that there are ways to get out of the box themselves so that they can live authentically. You know, that's the whole thing. We're kind of known for that in our community. You know, people kind of know, don't come in here with a box because we're just, <laughs> we're about uh, tools, not rules. Right. And uh, like we that. don't, we don't live in that, in that premise because we, that's a kind of a controlling energy and it, it prevents and, and blocks, you know, the goodness and the grace and the, the mystery of what can happen to unfold. And it becomes a sacred practice, doesn't it? I mean, it truly is a practice of, of not stepping back into those old habitual patterns. Oh, you're exactly right. I mean, the, the rules uh, is, are so limiting, or people defining us or telling us how life is or what reality is. It's, I find it very limiting, and some people like it. They feel safe there. They want rules. They want the box. They feel safer. And then there's those of us that go, uh-uh, I'm a little rebellious. Like, no, I want to express my full spirit. I want to express, express my full potential. So I love that you guys are doing that there, too. Well, we just need you to take a vacation sometimes to St. Petersburg, where I've already alluded and told you that that's where heaven is. So while you're in heaven here, you can come by and see us. How about that? That would sound oh, like I love wonderful, that. I love that. Sounds I like a, a wonderful plan. So yeah. um, when you talk about uh, supporting people and learning how to see auras 
and those kind of things. Is that um, is it part of your practice that you do? Do you see people one on one? Explain that in a way that that people can understand or kind of walk us through that aspect of some of your gifts. You know, the psychic gift we can we can identify and relate to that for sure. But do you uh, like just see all the colors of people or share that with us? Okay. Well, first of all, what I discovered is most people have about six feet of bands of aura. So what, what the aura is, I'm, I'm sure people have seen halos painted around saints a long time ago. Basically what science is saying, or the fringe science or quantum physics, is it's an electromagnetic field. It's an energy field that radiates off of people. Uh-huh. And what I see is lots of different colored bands out from people. And what I know now is that the one or two colors of bands that are the closest to a person's body are the colors that reveal your personality, the theme that you've chosen to experience in this lifetime, how relationships are going to be for you, what's going to be important, money, career direction, even potential health problems um, are issues, are all revealed in those two bands of colors that are closest to your body. The outer bands in the aura change all the time according to what's going on with the person at the time. So if they're angry, a lot of red flares up. I've seen if people are pregnant, I see blue showing up in their outer bands because blues are such mothers. You know, oh, that's so cute. So those change all the time. And I explain to people, even if you, if you can't see the aura at this point, we've all felt it. That's why you can be around somebody and either like their energy right away and you're fine being close with them, or there's other people you don't want to be anywhere near because you're just not liking their energy. It rubs you the wrong way or it doesn't feel good. So we've all felt that energy field. Now, the reason I do this work, and so what I do is I do private readings. I do, I do classes. Um, I've got... Um, books out. I've got three books. I've got CDs. I've got DVDs. Teach, and I've got it on my website. A whole handout, a free handout, telling people how they can learn to see these energy fields themselves. But there's also a quiz on there, and in my book, helping people discover their own life colors. And the reason that I do that is not to limit people. Again, we talked about this is not to box people in. What I found is it actually starts giving people permission to be who they really are to live the life that they planned to live when they came to this planet, the theme that they've chosen. Because each of the different aura colors has a different theme. Like you violets, which you have violet in your aura temple, violets are the spiritual teachers and leaders and visionaries, and they really want to educate the masses and improve the quality of life for people and show people, you know, that there's more to life. So you violets are teachers and leaders and visionaries, and you, you, you want to reach as many people as possible where other colors are not like that, like people that have tan in their aura are very logical and practical and security-oriented, and and I see them being engineers and computer operators and technicians and accountants and bookkeepers. They want the safe, secure, practical jobs where they can deal with the details. And you, Violet's Temple, and I feel like you might have Violet and Yellow in your aura, by the way. Yellows are big kids at heart, sense of humor. Violet. Yeah, well, what I'm very confident about is I absolutely have no tan. <laughs> no, 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 you're definitely not tan. No, no, no. Violets have to do the big picture. Violets want to do the big projects. They're visionaries. They go, the big picture. They get bored doing the details, and they're not even really good at the details. Usually that frustrates them. So when people find out, it kind of validates their life mission, what they came here to do, because a lot of you violets, 
when you're younger, even not even when you're younger, when you're older, people accuse violets of being unrealistic dreamers. Because mm-hmm. what a violet wants to do is so big that people go, how are you going to do that? You don't have the money for that. You don't have the training for that. You, how are you going to do that? So um, violets have to just go for it. Um, and so other colors aren't like that. So when people discover what their life colors are, you understand it validates who they are. It, it matches. It makes them feel like, oh, that's what I felt my whole life. Most people go, oh, I thought I was crazy. I thought I was supposed to be a tan. A lot of people are trained that they're supposed to be tans or blues. And then they're in jobs and careers and relationships and lifestyles that aren't making them happy because they're not living their true colors. So that's the main reason that I do it. So, yes, I do private psychic readings. I have my own radio show, the books. I create, just like what you're saying, I create tools to help people live their authentic self and live free to be who they are so they can be happy and fulfilled. That's my main intention. I want to... Um, share with everyone that the website of Pamela Osley is lifecolors, that's plural, lifecolorscity.com. And you can go to her website and you can learn more about Pamela. You can also see where you could schedule a time with her. And Pamela, do you also travel with the aura readings? Do you do them on online or Skype or other avenues, or are they in person? I mean, obviously you're telling, you know, you're right. picking up on Miss Violet, but do you yeah. do that normally or or do you do like in, in the physical realm appointments? No, I can do anything. I've got clients all over the world, um, so and I can do mediumship. I talk to people who are even on the other side. So I can do it by phone. I usually do it either phone, in person, on the radio. I do a lot of media. Um, yes, I travel occasionally. I used to travel a whole lot more, but now I'm doing a whole lot of media and I'm seeing six to eight clients a day and my own show. So it's challenging to travel as much, but I love to travel. So if somebody wants to put together an event and have me come speak, I am right there. I will come and, and tell people their colors and entertain them. And remember, I also do psychic work too. So the aura colors are a tool that I use, but it's not the only thing I do. I can talk about people's past, present, their future their relationship issues, um, children, um, health issues, I, money issues, career direction. I can talk about all kinds of things with people. Again, my goal is just like yours. We want to help people really be free to live, live their greatest potential and live who we truly are, not what, they, what people think they're supposed to be. And there's so many different doors and avenues and and a, a way in which um, people can shift and change. Like one of the things we have on our campus now is one of the crystal beds that was created at the Casa in Abidjania, Brazil, mm-hmm. with John of God. And mm-hmm. it's uh, people just love it. You know, it it has the colors of the of the chakras, and and they lie on that bed for a period of time, and they have visions, and they have sense of awakening and it's just i just love the time that we're living in it's just uh, really powerful and you know a number of years ago i'm sure like yourself i would you know say things like very absolutism you know like change your thinking change your life (laughs) and and change your thinking is important uh, your your mental being that it is or your intellect is aligning with the other directions of your life but it's not the one all do all you know, it's more about 
change your energy and therefore your life will change. Yeah. That's what I love about your work. It's it's not a just a heads thing. It's change your energy and your life will change when you become aware of energetically who you are and your aura, your connection, your how divine you are. And I love what you were uh, declaring before we went live on the air is is the same way that so many of us feel it's it's our time and right now and we're living beyond our uh our imagination of what is possible for us it's just a great time to see people awakening and and not just going with mainstream or or trying to fit in and be one of the masses as one would say Right, I agree, and I agree with you. I feel like it, people are waking up, and there's so many people are sharing their gifts and their vehicles and their knowledge and their awareness in so many different um, ways. I love it. So that's there's some way to reach everyone. So even on my site, yes, the the aura colors are on there. Um, I do guided imagery meditations to help people shift their energy and their consciousness, and I even go to talk about quantum physics. So for people that do want you know, to understand the science behind it or the logic for what's going on because I get excited about even quantum physics. To me, it, the science is even showing up. It's, it's merging with spirituality and actually proving spirituality. So I get all excited about that, um, how we're, we're really way more expansive and more magical and more amazing beings than we've been raised to think. So I agree with you. I think we're in amazing times right now. Well, I want to just state your website again is Life Colors. That's plural, lifecolorscity.com. And also you can go on there and you can watch Pam with uh, on the Ricky Lake Show. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more, Pamela, about some of the other colored auras, you know, for people that are out there wondering, or am I a tan or a violet or maybe I'm a crystal? I want to hear about that. We'll be right back. I want to thank all of you for your ongoing um, contributions to Unity Online Radio. It supports this work that we're able to reach a much broader audience with a hundred and something plus countries in the world. And we love that people are able to hear, you know, these philosophies that have proven true since the beginning of time. I'm Temple Hayes, and you can also join our community by signing our e-news on unitycampus.org. We'll be right back. Unity Online Radio is affiliated with Unity, a nonprofit organization specializing in prayer, publishing, and spiritual education. If you enjoy our programming and would like to support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now to make a contribution. You can make a one-time or recurring monthly donation. Thank you. Awaken your soul with Soul Radiance, meditation and yoga retreat, May 2nd through 5th at Unity Village. Join author Sarah McLean for a life-changing experience. Learn more at unityvillage.org slash soulradiance. What is the key to happiness? 
Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Allfree is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone. Prior to break, we were talking with Pamela Osley about the power of auras and various people having... um, the bands around them in their lives and us having that sense of connection with them. And Pamela, you were talking about a tan aura, the detailed people, the bookkeeper, the, the IT people and that kind of energy. And you alluded to the violet as a leader, a visionary and those kind of things. What other colors do we have in this, this aura band that individuals carry? Okay, well, first of all, I'll give you a sample of a few of them because I see 14 different aura colors, and most people have one or two colors. And so what I've done is I've categorized them into three different families. There are the the physical colors, and those are the people that get what's real through their physical bodies, through touch. And those are red, orange, magenta, and yellow. And I'll come back to the yellow since you have yellow in your aura, Ms. Temple. <laughs> and then there, are the men- then there are the mental colors, and the mental colors are the people to get what's real by analyzing it, getting the facts, the logic, the details. Um, they're, they're more about their intellect. And those are four different types of tans, sensitive tan, logical tan, environmental tan, and abstract tan, and then greens. And I can touch on those a little bit in a minute. And then there are the spiritual emotional colors, and those are the colors that get what's real through their intuition, their emotions, their inner vision. Um, They process more on that level. And those are blues, violets, indigos, crystals, and lavenders. So since you were born a blue-yellow with violet, just like me, um, blue... Hello, Hello, sister. How you doing, sister? That's right. (laughs) So um, blues, blues are basically from the heart. Blues are here to give love, to teach love. We are very, very spiritual. We blues believed in a higher um, God sense, higher whatever it is, since we were little. We saw and spoke to God, angels. We knew there was something bigger ever since we were little. Blues, it's all about helping people. We're in service. So I see blues getting either into the teaching fields, the counseling fields, um, 
the nursing field, anything that helps people. And usually blues are one-on-one. Like I said, they're very psychic, but it's all about love and spirituality here. Now, you've got that spunky, funny yellow. Yellows are big kids at heart. They're playful. They've got a sense of humor. They're spunky. Um, we're pleasers, but we're also stubborn. <laughs> so you can hurt a yellow's feelings, but, boy, we don't like being told what to do either. So yellows, mm-hmm. yellows like doing lots of different pro- things. They don't want to just do one thing. They want to do this and this and this and this. And so that can make ye- yellows can come across as ADD because we want to do so many things. But yellows are either drawn to the healing field. They're natural healers. They can pick up people's energy and they can hug them or touch them and heal them or just heal them just by being around them. Or they do creative projects like they're writers and artists and designers, musicians. Or they do physical work like they're yoga instructors or gardeners or, you know, construction workers. They're, you know, they need to, by the way, yellows need to be around nature to be happy. We're very, we typically very solar powered, by the way. Yellows usually like nature and warm weather. Um, not always. I see some of them living in Alaska, but they need nature. Then we've touched on that violet in your aura. Violets are leaders, visionaries. Violets are drawn to either the, because they need to reach the masses they're drawn to teaching or psychology or ministry. They're drawn to the media. So I see them performing, speaking to large groups, um, being performers, anything that reaches the masses. Or I see them getting into politics, law, or causes. Now, blues and yellows don't usually like politics and law, okay? So then, and then we've got greens. Greens are basically in the mental field. They're the type A personalities. Remember I said tans are very detailed and analytical? So tans do this. Tans operate like this. Step one, step two, step three, step four. And they like security and stability, and they don't like change. So typically they do one to ten, one to ten, one to ten, and they like the science behind. You know, it's got to be proven or they don't totally believe in it. Well, greens go one, two, I got it, ten. Let's go. Come on, come on, come on. They're movers and shakers. They're very intelligent. They're very driven. They're the type A personalities. So Donald Trump's a green. Bill Gates has got a lot of green. Barbara Walters has got green. Um, they're very intelligent, but they really have to accomplish things. It's about money, power, business. I see them getting into corporate CEOs, real estate, anything where they can be make a lot of money and have nice things and nice clothes and nice cars. Now, just so you know, violets also like pretty things. They like nice, nice, nice. But ultimately, violets want money for the freedom to do what they're here to do. Greens usually like a lot of things, like mansions and stuff. Okay, and then there's like just, just oh, yeah, um, oh yeah, I said yellows. Yellows are fun-loving. And by the way, you yellows, yellows don't typically look their age. You guys are perennial Peter Pans, and yellows need to stay happy to be, he- to be healthy. Um, and yellows, if they're not happy, it goes into their body so they can get back and leg issues, knee issues. If yellows aren't happy, it goes into their bodies. And then we've got, you probably have some indigos and lavenders and crystals listening to your show because you're a spiritual show, so I won't focus as much on the oranges and magentas and reds because those colors don't usually believe in this stuff. They're not really spiritual. They're more about physical, except for, well, I'll give you one red. Madonna's a red. Sean Penn's a red. Um, Russell Crowe's a red. They're very, and uh, Lady Gaga's a red. It's very much about their physicalness. They're, they have tempers. They're very strong-willed. Um, it's all about being sexual and physical, where in the spiritual-emotional family, it's more about spirituality and more etheric types of things. So you probably have some crystals listening or some people that believe they're crystals. Crystals are a very rare aura combination. 
Um, and a lot of sensitive yellows think that they're, that they're um, crystals. Yellows are natural. I mean, crystals are natural healers. They actually have clear auras. It's like a crystal color aura. And what they do is they're like the auric chameleons. When they're hanging out with somebody, they take on the aura color of the person they're hanging out with. Um, so if they're hanging out with the green, they start acting like a green, and their aura turns green. If they're hanging out with the blue, they start acting like a blue, and their aura turns blue. So it can be kind of confusing to be a crystal. The crystals are very sensitive. Usually they're very intelligent, but they need a lot of quiet, a lot of alone time. I see them working in, like, libraries or doctor's offices where they can just be quiet. Um, they need a lot of time alone to meditate, um, to read. They're very intelligent but very spiritual. But they can't be around a lot of people or it blows their circuits out. They just get totally overwhelmed. So I'm sure you've got, and a lot of crystals don't exactly know what they're, what they're doing here on the planet, just like a lot of yellows don't know what they want to be when they grow up. But crystals are healers. So crystals typically channel energy through their bodies but, and, and then heal people, but they're supposed to be a clear conduit, and they usually can only do one person. Then they need to just go be quiet in serenity. So those are crystals. Then we've got the indigos. Indigos, Michael Jackson was an indigo. Indigos, there's a lot of indigo children showing up on the planet now. Um, indigos are highly psychic. They're also very good at technology. They typically remember their other lives. You cannot control indigos with guilt or punishment or reward. They, a lot of them right now, because they're so unusual, the a hallmark of an indigo is they're usually very beautiful. It's hard to tell if they're gay or straight, male or female a lot of times. A lot of times when you look at an indigo, you feel like they're from another place or another planet or another dimension. And a lot of indigos are bothered by what's going on on the planet right now, so a lot of them aren't talking when they're little. Um, uh, like I said, they're very highly sensitive, highly psychic. But a lot of them right now, Temple, are being um, diagnosed as autistic yeah, um, because they're just they're so unusual. So that's kind of a challenge because a lot of them are being put on medication or they're put in institutions. It's like, oh, my gosh, they're, they're not always autistic. They're just indigos. So um, that's, a, that's an interesting energy showing up on the planet now. It has been for the last 10 years. We're seeing a lot of that, and, and, and so that... And it's just that uh, those particular types of children also, they, they don't fit in boxes and therefore a very dated public school system. You know, those kind of things don't work. Of course, it didn't work for us at our age either. You know, when we were growing up, the box was already outdated. But right. that's the kind of thing. And I think that's the beauty of someone like yourself being on the show. That's part of my passion is bringing people like you to the awareness of what an intentional spirit is. So people can really understand when you're an intentional spirit. In other words, when you are a person that's seeking to know what you were divinely created in your essence to be and to see in your lifetime as your essence, your birth medicine is what is a shaman, I would call it, that, you know, to fit in these kind of old systems, they, they don't work. And, and people make themselves wrong or their parents make them wrong or their friends make them wrong. Of, well, you're not like us. That's right. I'm not and, and not planning to be. You know, so it's it's creating an entire uh, different container around them. There are a number of children right now that are on medication that are just, they're the geniuses. They're the Einsteins. 
you know, they're the Martin Luther Kings. They are the brilliance of this planet. And we, we want to get this education and this information out there so it can change and so it will stop. You know, animals right. are that way too. They're evolving with mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of our pets, you know, one day we're going to look out there and one of our German shepherds is going to be driving one of our automobiles <laughs> because yeah, they are evolving with us. They are they evolving are with us. I saw that on, on, on some specials that some people are teaching their dogs how to drive cars. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because right, it, did, everything's evolving. Everything's evolving, and that's the part where often people don't understand is that if you're participating, if you've made a step forward, if you said, I want to change my life, I want to know more how I was created by that presence and power of my life, and I want to step more into that, uh, the, the food you intake is going to change. The habits are going to change. The people are going to change. And it's just, and, and it's being in the flow of it rather than resisting it, you know? Right, right. And you can see how important this would be for parents to understand the aura colors of their children so they don't try to raise them all the same way. So there's even a quiz on my site um, for children, for parents to take it for their children so they can identify their their life colors so that they can support and encourage who that soul is, not who they think they're supposed to restrict them or train them to be. Yes, and I would urge even uh, those of you that know people that are parents, you know, for you to involve them in this process so that more people can become aware and alert and awake in that. Um, One of the teachers was telling me not too long ago that when she went to one of the orientations here, in St. Petersburg, that one of the administrative people said, you know, we believe in thou shalt not kill. And she was kind of stunned by that. You know, like, what are you talking about? You know, what? where are we going with this, right? And he <laughs> said, thou shalt not kill any child's creativity. <laughs> mm, wow. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a new powerful. take on that. I like that, yeah. That's very, very powerful. And... And it just rings true all the way to your soul because when someone's creativity is kind of taken away or, or hindered or put in a box or, or held back, it, it does have a part of aging the person, you know, creating a sense of being old, uh, weary, uh, depressed, you know, all those elements of, of red energy that keep a person from truly thriving with who they're born to be. We see a lot of that, a lot of discouragement and broken spiritness and lost out there because people don't remember um, who they are. And you know what? I think, in all honesty, when we decided to come to the planet for this time to to have a certain experience here, that we left a lot of breadcrumbs behind, oddly enough. So things like astrology and iridology and palmistry and numerology and aura colors – I feel like they're all just clues that we left behind to remind us why we're here, not to limit us, not to put us in a box and go, oh, this is what you have to do. I don't think those things run us. I think they reflect back to us what we've been choosing. Absolutely. They're just, uh, you know, another part of the GPS, the God personalized system that supports us and and, and moving through life. And we're not hindered by them at all. They are, you know, they're guidelines. And... um, I, I, you know, like somebody says, oh, well, you know, 
psychics or you know they're channeling stuff it's like well so are you <laughs> you know we're all connected. We're all connected. everyone's That's channeling right. something mm-hmm. you know That's right. if you're moving your mouth and words are coming out you're you're channeling um information and mm-hmm. we don't own the information we're all channeling it according to our own vibration and our own understanding right right yep and we're all connected so and again, that's quantum physics, non-local mind, and it's just like we're all connected and we're getting, I feel like the veil is being lifted and we're realizing more and more who we really are, what we've been taught by great spiritual teachers, who what we're capable of doing. And the things that you see me doing, you shall also do. It's like, well, wait a second, that opens up a lot. <laughs> it's almost like we're finally hearing that. You know, yeah. in a in a way that's kind of permeate, permeating to us at a cellular level. Yeah. You know, we're feeling that that nudge, and just to keep going back to ordinary, like you don't know. You know, it also says that we're held accountable for what we know, and I yeah. think that's where a lot of the individual pain of people comes in, is they know better, but their knowing doesn't change their growing, doesn't change their showing. And therefore, it does create, you know, some of the energies of of sadness and disappointment and those kind of things. I, I'm like you. I don't believe in there's one all, do all. I think everybody is an individuation of of what is, you know, will call forth their their essence. Mm-hmm. But I have found in my own life, you know, when I do know better about something and I'm determined to keep doing it, uh, it doesn't go well. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to put it, you know. It just yeah. Doesn't, doesn't yeah. go well. And I, th- I think that's what's happening on the planet right now. I had someone on my show say, you know, it's like the, when the caterpillar is ready to transform into the butterfly, it actually starts falling apart. You, you notice that a caterpillar has more legs than a butterfly. So parts of it start dying off, so it goes into a cocoon for protection, and it uses, I love this, imaginal cells to transform. That's what science is calling this, imaginal cells. So you see how important our imagination is, right? So then it transforms into the butterfly, and what this guest said was, that's what's happening in the world right now. All the old structures and old systems that we've outgrown, they don't serve us anymore. They're all falling apart. He said, I'm no longer interested in being one of those people that runs around the planet trying to save the caterpillar and, and put legs back on. I'm more interested in helping the caterpillar, I mean the butterfly, emerge. So that's what we're doing right now is helping people feel safe and understanding and we're unconditionally loved and it's okay for you to flourish and to be happy and to feel safe here and to feel unconditionally loved so that you can, right, we can transform. Wow, well, I want to talk more about those imaginal cells when we come back after this break. Thank you, everyone, for being with us today, and we'll be right back after this short break. Have you asked your soul what it wants, or are you so busy meeting the needs of everyone else? family, friends, children, bosses, that you haven't checked in with the part of you that matters most? Janet Connor asked this question and received an answer. Your soul wants five things. That's it. Five things. Your soul wants to connect with source, commit to values, serve a purpose, express itself creatively, 
And last, it longs to create a beautiful, abundant life. Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that meet those needs. You can take each course separately or register for the complete Your Soul Wants Five Things series and receive $1,000 in bonuses for free. Visit JanetConnor.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, Your Soul Wants Five Things. Your soul will thank you. Stop feeding your problems by calling them problems. Whether you have issues with weight, finances, relationships, or any other area of your life, your perception that you have a problem is the most significant roadblock to transforming your life. Join renowned author and transformational coach Freeman Michaels live every Monday at 4 p.m. Central for his remarkable new show, It's Not a Problem, It's a Pattern, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome, everyone. And Pamela Osley is our guest today, an author consultant. She's been on TEDx America, the Ricky Lake Show. She has so much to offer and various rules. Her website is lifecolors, that's plural, city.com. Pamela, you were talking earlier about the imaginal cells and the energy that we carry with the power of imagination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What I find fascinating, I love the spiritual and the energy and what I want to call magic um, side of things, and I also love to understand what science is saying about what's really possible and who we really are. And this is one of my big passions right now. I'm totally amazed at how much we're still operating out of old um, Newtonian or classical physics, which basically says it's a big, the universe is just a big um, machine and it's clockwork and that's why we're born, we're victims, we age, we deteriorate, we die, and it's all just, and we're all separate. So it's very mechanistic. And so we still think that's the way reality is, but in the 1900s, they came up with quantum physics, Einstein and Max Planck and all those guys. It's amazing what they are telling us about the nature of reality, and most people don't understand what's being said. And if we got it, if we really got what quantum physics is saying, we wouldn't be aging, we wouldn't be getting sick, we wouldn't be dying. We'd actually see that we are infinite, immortal souls, that we create with our thoughts and our emotions and our energy. And so, you know, you can look at the double slit experiment and Heisenberg's uncertainty principle and Schrodinger's cat. They are all amazed. So first of all, they're saying that they have evidence that we're just energy. I mean, just in biology, you look at it, if you look at a a cell under a microscope, and then you go in and find just atoms in there, and then they look inside the atom, and they can't find anything solid to the atom. There's subatomic particles in a lot of space. Then they go into the subatomic particles, and they can't find anything solid about that. And this is what we're made of. That's why John of God can do what he does. 
um, the miracles supposedly, the things that Christ supposedly did, all miracles, it's because it really is all just energy. And that, and that's why I can see energy fields, that's why I can do um, psychic work, so I can see past, present, and future, I can talk to somebody around the world without even seeing them, because science has discovered non-local mind, meaning that consciousness is not generated in the brain, like we've been taught, like old physics is saying. That's like saying that's the equivalent, because they can see things lighting up in the brain. That's the same as saying that your TV set is generating the programs, the movies that are on your TV set. It comes from something much bigger. Consciousness is so much more expansive. Our souls are so much more expansive. So just because they can see the circuits lighting up in the brain or a TV set doesn't mean that that's where consciousness is generated. So the things that quantum physics is saying is mind-blowing. If we really could study it and get it, most people just go, oh, I don't understand it, I don't get it. So that's why I like to talk about it in lay terms, just to show people we're really energy. Our minds, our consciousness is not limited. That They're at least now starting to discover, at least in the old physics, they're starting to discover that our minds have an effect on our health, on our bodies, which they didn't believe in before. <laughs> now they're seeing it really does cause heart attacks and stress causes all kinds of health problems. At least they're starting to get it. But um, our imagination, our thoughts, what quantum physics is finally saying is not only does our consciousness affect what we're seeing, reality, but now they're discovering that it may actually be creating reality, not just affecting it, creating it. So to me, that is like mind-boggling. And when people go, well, wait, if we're all just energy, because that's what quantum physics is saying. It's like, how could we even be sitting on chairs? Or how can we be um, hitting, you know, a solid table when there's nothing solid to it? And my answer to that is because we've been trained to believe in our five physical senses, that what our five physical senses are telling us is reality. And yet if you look at it, what those senses are telling us, they lie to us all the time. Our five physical senses say that the earth isn't moving, that it's flat, maybe with just a little bend to it, that the sun comes up and goes around us, that an airplane up in the sky is only an inch long. That's what our five physical senses are telling us about reality, and yet we know those aren't the truth. So at what point can we trust our five physical senses to give us any indication about the nature of reality? That's why I find quantum physics so fascinating right now, and I feel like at some point we've got to catch up with what they actually have scientific evidence on now. So in your opinion, I mean, when do we move past that we have so much information available to us to the reality that we actually start using it? Well, it's, it's, it's educating people because, like I said, you know, people know E equals MC squared, right? They know, oh, that's Einstein, I get it, and the theory of relativity, but they don't really know what it means. And so when we can start talking about it in lay terms, like what that actually means, and, and theory of relativity, that is mind-blowing in itself, and most people don't know what that means. So when we can start hearing it in lay terms, and then I feel like more, when more and more people get educated about when more and more people start hearing it, it's that, whether it's true or not, that hundredth monkey thing, that when enough people get that that's real, then the whole consciousness just shifts. Can you imagine when they first, um, somebody started saying the, the world was round before everybody thought it was flat and you could fall off of it and then, you know, you'd die, monsters would be there or something. And someone's going, no, the world's round, the world's round. Can you imagine they'd go, 
Nuh-uh. How can people stay on it on the bottom if it's round? How come people don't fall off of it? It's not round. It's crazy. But after a while, enough people experienced it that more and more people just like, oh, okay, okay, I get it. And then it became part of mass consciousness. So I feel so like, like we're headed that way. Monkey, kind of yeah. like the hundredth mon- monkey. Yeah. That enough people are getting it that it's going to just have that domino effect. And I'm sure you're seeing the same thing I am. That's what I'm seeing out there is more and more people are interested in this. More and more people are learning about it. More and more people are interested in, in psychic phenomena, in healers like John of God. And more and more people are opening up to these alternative spiritual like things that before would have been considered unscientific. So something's up, something's shifting, right? Something's absolutely shifting. I like that on your website, you have right at the center of like a global image, you have the butterfly. Yeah. Is that one of your totems? A no, butterfly? You know what? My, my web designer came up with that and it was like, wow, that's very cool. <laughs> um, it's very powerful. Yeah, no, I just, I like the, I like the understanding of it. I don't know. I think I, I have totems like cats and lions and eagles and whatever but a butterfly i love watching butterflies and what they stand for transformation i think is what we're doing right now which we're is what we're all of, which is what mm-hmm. we're all of a part of you know yeah. and that and that connection so uh, once people are aware and they they work with you and and the various auras that they have and and then do you feel as you've experienced working with people that nutrition is such a key part of it as far as a, a vibrating life of high energy of that connection. And by high energy, I'm not talking about an entertaining energy. Uh, I understand that some people want to be more subtle or more introverted. But I mean a vibration of an ageless spirit. Because we're, like you were saying, I, I'm so on that too. We're not here to be old. You know, right. old is a choice. It's so outdated. I think the whole getting old, getting sick, and dying is so outdated. I'm so bored with it. I don't believe we were created to do that. And do you know that I've watched some science programs on the Science Channel. They've actually discovered in the DNA, this is huge, there is nothing in the DNA that is coded for us to die or to age or to get sick. Nothing in the, all that's coded in the DNA is life. And so they can't figure out why we're aging because we believe in it or why we get sick is because we believe in it. And so with the food, I still believe it's all about our beliefs. And I happen to be a vegetarian just because thou shalt not kill. I don't like killing things. Um, I don't have judgment. A lot of my friends still eat meat. I don't have judgment about it because it's all just energy. I'm vegetarian. I tend to eat really clean just because that's what I'm drawn to. But I still believe that we have made if we declare something as good or bad, even though it's all just energy, it's all God, it's all consciousness, it's all life force, if we declare that something's bad for us, then we're going to have it be bad for us. I mean, it was like, eggs are good for you. No, they're bad for you. No, they're good for you. No, now they're bad for you. They'll kill you. It's like, oh, my gosh. We've made so many things the enemy. We've made our water um, seem like the enemy. We've, seen, we've made our air that we breathe, the food that we eat. And so we're scaring people. And I think that's more what's making people sick and old is because we're saying we're judging it. Now, this is just me. Now, again, I tend to eat clean anyway just because I feel drawn to that. I love eating fresh food. Um, I'm not obsessive about it, 
but I still know that there are people, my gosh, look at George Burns. He smoked a cigar until he was 100 years old. <laughs> so I do believe it's our consciousness. It's what we believe about it. If we believe something's bad, it's going to be bad. If we believe something, and now this is so heretical to most people, we believe that if we eat certain things, we're going to get fat, so we do. We believe that we have to exercise to stay thin. I don't exercise, and I am, <laughs> I am very thin. I'm slender. I'm not skinny. I'm slender. So it's, I still believe it's all about beliefs. Now, in the meantime, when people feel I have friends that go, they will only eat organic food, and they believe in that wholeheartedly. So I totally support them because their beliefs are keeping them healthy. Um, so that's just my perspective. I would like to get beyond fear and judgment completely since it's all just... Now, I drink, I drink purified water, too, because I live in Santa Barbara. I don't want to drink beach water. <laughs> but I've been affected by my beliefs. It's like if I believe that I could drink that water and it would taste just great, I'm sure it would. <laughs> there are, mm-hmm. are sex out there of people that, and, that they drink poison or they let snakes bite them, and they don't get sick and they don't die. And I go, see, the power of beliefs the power of our consciousness, the power of our mind, you know, the placebo effect. So it seems I would love us to get beyond fear and judgment. And the, and the clarity, too, is that, you know, for each and every one of you that are out there that are uh, listening and participating in this conversation, the key is to listen to yourself yes. and to ask your own being, does this feel right for me? Does this feel appropriate you know, and to just have those little pauses between things, right. you know, and and I'm I'm with you on that. It's like you yeah. just, you ask, does my body still want this? And many yeah. times the answer is no. Yeah. If it's yes, it's okay. But it, it's just about honoring. You know, we're all, this is not a one-size-fits-all, you know, reality. Exactly right. And so yeah. it's more, you know, what works for you. I had to do the same thing, too, when I would see people in our philosophy or to, you know, be so open. And then when it came to their health, they would only go to one person and whatever the one person said, they would do it to the letter of what the person said. Mm-hmm. And I had to give up my, here I am. So I went, whoa, that was a little self-righteous on my part, wasn't it? Because yeah, yeah. if that's what they need to do for themselves and they believe that, then that's what they, they need to do. So at the end of the day, it's about having the kind of tools that you can work with as an intentional spirit and and listening and being part of of that pathway. Pamela, it's just been a pleasure to have you on the show today. This hour has just flown by, uh, literally. I want to refer everyone once again to your website, Pamela Osley, on lifecolorcity.com. You can learn more about yourself. You can take a little test to tell you about your aura colors. And Pamela, I'll look forward to having you on our show, The Intentional Spirit, yet again at another time. And I'm looking forward to being on your show as well, and we'll let people know that. Thank you, everyone, for being with us on Unity Online Radio, truly the voice of the awakening world. And we appreciate your participation and letting people know about our shows. And you can always download them and have them as an MP3 file. Bless you, everyone, on this amazing and exciting journey that we call life. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. 
Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application, by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Things may happen around you. Things may happen to you. But the only things that really count are the things that happen in you. This meditative moment from Reverend Eric Butterworth is brought to you by Unity. If I were brave, I'd walk the races where fools and dreamers dare tread and never lose faith. How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? Guidance and direction are bubbling up from your soul all the time, even at night. But do you hear your soul when it calls? Do you recognize it? Do you trust it? Can you trust it? How can you be certain you are hearing the voice of your precious soul? Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that help you hear your soul, recognize and trust its guidance and begin to take action to create a truly beautiful life. Learn the wisdom habit of divine dialogue in Writing Down Your Soul. How to live a life of integrity in Soul Vows. And discover your soul's unique purpose in Check the Box. If you long to create a soul-directed life, 
Visit JanetConnor.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, Your Soul Wants Five Things. Ever notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again. Don't take your dreams lying down.